This is CliffCentral.com. Our guest this afternoon is no exception whatsoever. Also, no stranger to the radio. He's also a bit of a controversial figure. He's an old mate. Howard Dembowski is his name, and he's the national chairperson of the Justice Project in South Africa. He's the guy we go to with all the crap that's happening out there on the highways and byways of our planet. Howard, nice of you to join us on Skype from your home in Joburg. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you, Michael, and I hope all that the listeners are well and they're ready to listen to this grumpy old fart give it to, to them. I love it. I mean, you're known as a tireless fighter for fair and equitable law enforcement, and particularly traffic law enforcement. What are the latest things that are happening around our highways and byways at the moment? Well, there's a lot of things on the go, not least of which is the fact that we are about to institute litigation against the Minister of Justice uh, and Constitutional Development in order to force him to repeal a very interesting uh, part of the Criminal Procedure Act, which is um, sections 57 and 57A of the Criminal Procedure Act, which hold that any person who pays a road traffic fine um, that has been issued on a Section 56 notice to appear in court or a Section 54 summons, in paying that fine, will have a criminal record registered against their name. And it's quite unfortunate that we currently have three uh, individual jurisdictions that are doing that, and those are the uh, municipality of Ekerileni, uh, of Etikweni in Durban, and the whole province of Mpumalanga. So um, we don't believe that, that this is in any way, shape, manner, or form in the interests of justice. And um, we do believe that it's going to actually cause a heck of a lot of problems going forward, especially considering the fact that the ARTA Act is in force in Johannesburg and Swanee, and it completely decriminalizes um, road traffic offenses, particularly those that are, are uh, deemed to be infringements. Obviously, it doesn't decriminalize things like driving under the influence of alcohol, fleeing from a crash scene, um, really excessively high speeds, etc. Okay, I get all that, though, but I mean, the possibility of not paying a fine and get a criminal record in certain of our provinces sounds absolutely disgraceful. Is this a case of the left hand not knowing what the right hand is doing? Well, it's it's not a case of not paying a fine. It's when you do pay a fine. When you pay, pay that fine, you admit guilt. You've been uh, deemed to be found guilty by the court, and they register a criminal record against your name. So all these people who think that they're doing the right thing by running off and paying that fine are in fact prejudicing themselves to a huge degree and will find out about that um, several years down the line when they apply for a new job or they apply for a travel visa, etc., etc. Now, the Criminal Procedure Act was drafted in 1955 and updated in 1977, and it's one of the few pieces of apartheid legislation that remain uh, in force today. And... Um, it, it's quite strange that a couple of, of jurisdictions picked up on this fact that you can give people criminal records for a parking ticket, basically, uh, and decided to start implementing that. Um, in our view, it's, it's, it's terribly draconian. And, um, you know, the, that kind of thinking has been superseded by uh, the implementation of the ARTA Act, as I say, that decriminalizes road traffic offences and it brings it into an administrative justice type of environment. 
Are you suggesting then that we shouldn't be paying traffic fines in those provinces? Um, well, not unless you want a criminal record. Um, I'm, I'm suggesting that in those particular provinces, as things stand right now and until such time as the High Court has heard of our application, um, one should be very careful about going and um, arbitrarily admitting guilt and paying a traffic fine um, if you don't really know or, or understand what the implications of incurring a criminal record are. What are the outcomes, Howard, if you don't pay your fine conversely as opposed to getting a criminal record on the one side? I mean, th I can't even believe we're having this silly conversation. It just doesn't make sense, does it? The government is clearly at a loss to explain itself here. But if you don't pay a fine, what's the penalty there? Well, this is just it. Let's remember that a notice in terms of Section 56 and a summons in terms of Section 54 are both written notices to appear in court. They're summonses. And, um, you know, we, we have a curious little piece of legislation, irrelevant le legislation, as some might want to call it, called the Constitution, which happens to be the highest law in the land, which holds under Section 35 that every accused person has the right to be presumed innocent until proven guilty. Now, um, just because you're given a traffic fine doesn't mean that you have to just simply admit guilt to it <coughs> and pay the fine. Um, it, it, it means that you have a charge to answer. And it is up to the state to prove your guilt, not for you to prove your innocence. So, the uh, look, the obvious uh, methodology to deal with this would be to defend su such a matter. And, um, you know, the, the chances of, of being convicted are actually relatively low. Uh, if, if one have, has a look at all of the um, traffic matters that actually are prosecuted and are defended, um, you, you, you'd actually note that very few of them, um, the state actually manages to prove its case. So, uh, look, this is a temporary thing. There's a reason why we're taking this action. Um, that reason is that we believe it will have an adverse effect on society because it's going to create a nation of artificial criminals. And once you've done that and the criminal record has had the opportunity to affect their employment, etc., uh, etc., et those people sometimes turn into real criminals because they have absolutely nowhere else to go. Unbelievable stuff. Now, we're talking with Howard Dembowski, the <coughs> National Chairperson of the Justice Project in South Africa. Just very briefly, Howard, because there's two other things and time is always against us in 15 minutes. Very briefly, when are you taking the minister to court and, and proceeding with your litigation? Well, our application is going to be going in this week and uh, we will be given a court date. Obviously, the minister will defend the matter. So when it will be heard is pretty much anyone's guess. The backlog in, in our courts is quite... Um, dramatic in so far it is it can take up to a year for it to be heard in court but um, you know there, there is some hope on the horizon in so far as um, the ARTA Act is due to be rolled out by the 1st of April 2016 if we are to believe the Deputy Minister of Transport that is um, but that's not the only part of our application um, uh, the other part of the application would be that, that we are actually asking for the court to uh, order that criminal records that have been uh, applied against people's names since the implementation of the ARTA Act in 2008 should all be automatically expunged.
Yeah, I understand that and I fully agree. We're going to keep a close eye on that. Now, very quickly, we've got less than five minutes left. The, the current traffic law enforcement that's going on, I mean, here we are coming up towards the start of the second half of the year. I'm seeing roadblocks everywhere, seeing people being stopped and fined for crossing a white line, doing all sorts of stuff. Is it Christmas season fee gathering from our traffic cops around the highways and byways of South Africa at the moment already? I, I don't think that that would be fair to say. Um, a lot of them are starting to get a little bit hutful of, of JPSA and myself um, being constantly on their asses about the fact that they profiteer out of traffic enforcement. A person who crosses a solid white line, uh, there's a reason for that solid white line. It either means no overtaking or no crossing. And they are there to prevent um crashes. So, you know, an idiot who goes and crosses that very well deserves to, to be fined for it. Um, it it's a pity that, that we have a fining system instead of making that person run into a brick wall or something like that, because that might be a little bit more effective, because some people just don't seem to understand that um, our traffic laws, by, by and large, are there um, for a very good reason, and to ensure everybody's safety. And when you get an idiot who is overtaking on a solid white line coming towards you and you are unable to get out of his way and you have a head-on collision, you're not going to feel particularly this sorry. This is cliffcentral.com. Given a traffic fine. Don't get me wrong, though. I'm, I'm not coming up with people who are committing traffic acts, but, I mean, we're seeing chaos all around us on the roads. I mean, is there a taxi driver anywhere in the, in the, the country at the moment who complies with road safety and road instructions and the legal side of the of the the rule of law i don't think so and yet normal little old ladies are being singled out here and hassled continuously yeah look i have to agree with you on the score of taxi drivers i mean um this took me by surprise and it should take everybody by surprise that the durban metro police department agreed to not prosecute um minibus taxi drivers during rush hour um in durban now, that, that's an invalid agreement between the two, but uh, it exists. And um, the fact is that, that we need proper policing to take place. This nonsense of the Joburg Metro sitting with um, deployed speed cameras all over the place that, that tend to generate millions of fines on an annual basis and billions of rands of revenue for them is absolute nonsense. It's achieved nothing. And if you don't believe me, just go and drive on any of the roads in Johannesburg or Tswani and have a look at the way people behave on our roads, and you'll see that camera speed finding has had absolutely no positive impact at all. We need to be policing moving violations. Um, I don't think pulling over little old ladies and asking them uh, where their warning triangle is and uh, finding them if they don't happen to know where it is in their motor car uh, is a particularly good way of doing things. We need to concentrate on, on moving violations. And we, when we talk about moving violations, I'm certainly not talking about uh, chasing after people who don't pay, pay the, the e-tolls because they don't have an e-dompas um, and they don't wish to buy into this irrational system of e-tolling. I'm talking about dangerous moving violations, the people who drive along in their motor cars playing with their iPads and um, having fact discussions on their cell phones whilst driving and everybody must just uh, get out of their way.
Gotcha. Hear, loud, hear you loud and clear. Now, as uh, Justice Project South Africa, you are a non-profit. We've got a minute left. How do people get hold of you? How do they find out what's going on? Point them towards your website, if you will, very quickly. Very simple, www.jp-sa.org. And uh, for people who don't know what a hyphen is, that's the minus sign. So it's jp-sa.org or jp-sa.org. And um, all of our information about our, our organization is there. We do desperately need people to join as members. And the benefits are huge of being a member of, of JPSA because you get... Uh, to have us assist you and represent you in matters that you, you probably are not equipped to handle yourself. But make sure you handle the Justice Project properly. Go and take a look at their website. It's a wonderful thing to do. Remember, you're not alone out there. There are people like Howard and his team fighting the good fight. We're out of time, my friend. It's a pleasure talking to you once again. Thanks for the update. Keep us informed here at cliffcentral.com so we know what's going down. This podcast is going to be available all over the place. And if you want to follow it on Twitter as well, it's hashtag cliffcentral.com on Twitter. Howard, you're an important man, sir. You're the Batman of South Africa. Keep fighting the fight for us on behalf of all of us happy motorists out there. All the best. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Michael. Thank you very much indeed. And you've been listening to cliffcentral.com. The other Michael Jackson here with In Conference in Michael Jackson. It's going to be podcast every Tuesday at 2.45 in the afternoon. If you've liked this, keep listening around the same time every Tuesday. There's a whole lot more coming from where this came from and some really kick-ass guests. This is cliffcentral.com.